Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. Trust everybody's doing well. If you're catching this on the podcast or YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're at, I want to thank you for joining me. Reminder that the number on the screen is a number that you can text if you have a question, if you have something you'd like for me to address, if you have a recommended guest that I bring onto the coffee chat, uh, text 833-792-6372. Uh, we are joined today by Kevin White. We've had a good lineup of guests in the coffee chat this week. Uh, and we are not done. The week is still happening. And next week, we're already lining up guests for next week. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful uh, lineup. So thank you. We've been doing this now for uh, Andy. Jump on here with me quick. When did we when did we start the daily coffee chat? I know it was shortly after. Nice April. Hat. Like the hat. Yeah, good looking. Was it April? Yeah, I believe it was April. April. The, the months just fly by these days. They do. April, but, May, uh, June, July. Yeah. I think we're in our fifth month of coffee chats. Yeah, we sure are. I feel like we could how, be. How crazy is that? And yeah, originally we thought, well, we'll do this for a few weeks while we're in this pandemic. And that pandemic doesn't, doesn't seem to be going away. So we're just going to keep doing these coffee chats. Maybe we'll, yeah, I mean, why not? It seems yeah. to seems to be working. We yeah, seem, to, uh, seem to be getting a lot of people paying attention and putting out some good, good, good content. So I agree. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Andy. So, hey, we're going to keep doing these coffee chats every day. You keep listening or watching, helping to spread the word. Kevin White's my guest today. Kevin, jump on here with me. Kevin and I first met probably 10 years ago. Kevin, how long have you been with Awana? Uh, 16 years. 16 so, years. Yeah, been a while. That's crazy. That's back when you were in junior high doing that internship. Watch what? it. Watch it, buddy. Huh? Watch it. Careful there. <laughs> now, I need to know, do you shave the top of your head or are you losing it? Because I'm losing, I'm losing hair on the top of my head. You know, Ryan, there comes a point where you just give up and you are losing it and therefore you decide to shave it. So, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of the deal. Yes. Yeah. Right. I like it. I've got three daughters. They like to give me a hard time when dad, your hair is getting long and it looks weird. So it's uh, just take good advice from the kids. Just, yeah. You just take it. You take it. One thing Kevin and I have in common is we both have three daughters. Um, now, Kevin, my, I've, I've, I've got a dog too. And it's that my dog's even a girl. So you get being <laughs> outnumbered. Outnumbered hands down. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no dogs here. We can't, our, our kids all want one and we are, uh, I like my backyard as it is too much, but, and, yeah. and are you uh, holding up till Christmas till Christmas of 2040, brother. 2040, <laughs> write that. All right. Let's write that down. Yeah. Follow up. Um, so Kevin, when you and I first met, you were leading the youth ministry yeah. of Awana. Yeah. And we've been able to be friends all these years and I've enjoyed, um, we, I know we don't talk as much as we should, but we do keep sure in thing. contact with each other. And you're still part of the ministry of Awana, chief yep. operating officer at Awana. Everybody's working remotely these days. Indeed. Um, yeah, the, 
your background does not yeah. look like home office. Yeah, you know, man, it's it's uh, so so just a couple of dots there. Yeah, I've, I've been really privileged to serve at Awana for, for like I said, sixteen years, a variety of roles from youth ministry way back when, and and a whole bunch of stuff. And and today, um, really a gift to serve as a COO. And uh, yeah, the background here it's a little funky, but back as with so many of us, back in March we all shifted to remote work. Right? It's it's the, the pandemic and all that, and yeah. Long story short, in a house of girls, I started out this work from home in a spare bedroom full of stuffed animals and Doc McStuffins looking over my shoulder. And when we realized this whole work from home thing was going to be a lot longer, I I came down to the basement, shrunk our storage area, threw up some walls. And, you know, I feel like I'm at camp here just about every day with the plywood and all that. But it's a nice little uh, little 45 square feet of my own world. Down hey, here in you know what you do whatever it takes and and between zoom and calls and a little spot you know we've been really fortunate in the midst of all this to, to keep our work going and do what we do are you able to keep your productivity up working from home you know I, for me yes and it's we've been really honored and blessed a, a lot of our team you know that's one of the big concerns is is what's that going to look like when you make a transition like this um, we have we have definitely seen our team rise to the occasion and Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually been a blessing for many folks who have said, Hey, I'm an early morning person. The fact that I don't have to burn time in a commute and uh, I can get work going right away. And between zoom and email and chat and Slack, you know, we're, we're all still connected. And, uh, e- even a lot of our remote staff, we have quite a few staff that were remote anyway, they actually feel more connected to the ministry and the organization because it's a level playing field now. Everybody's remote. And so we're all on the same thing rather true. than, rather than That's some true. people in the office and some people remote. So yeah. yeah. That's a good point. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I, we these co- ministries and companies, we build these big office buildings and we have to hire people to manage the office. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out once this pandemic passes. Like, are offices overrated in office space or can people work remotely and stay productive? Totally. What have you found um, have been a couple of things that have helped you stay productive, like hacks or yeah disciplines or whatever yeah, good, good question home. um you know one of the things organizationally we actually did this when we were in the office is our our whole team gathers together to pray at 9 a.m every day um okay. and when we went remote it was like well darn we're not gonna be able to walk across the building and gather but we we shifted it to zoom and yeah. so that's a connection where our staff and nice. some just can't make it because they've got other stuff going on in the morning or trying to get kids situated but yeah, but we're all on, and you know, I think that's just a real trigger because it's like, at the very least, that's a connection, that's a touch point with with our team and with our people um, in that regard. But that's smart. You know, the other it, for me at least is figure out your schedule. Um, I we've got a great rhythm happening in the morning here. Now it's different in summer; we don't have school going on and all that. But I get down here, get going in the morning, and uh, we're off and running. Um, and it, it does help to have a separate space to go, even though we don't kind of have a commute to transition to home life. It's like true. work is here. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, walk yeah. out and, and it's like, by and large, try to leave work here and uh, let home be home. Otherwise, otherwise, everything's just real messy. That's true. If you if you set up it, if you're if you're set up on the dining room table or the kitchen bar or something. I mean, some some of you might have figured out how to make that work, but I think if you can have a dedicated space, like you said, even a corner of your bedroom or somewhere, um, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. All right, Kevin, um, you've got three girls at home. I've got three girls at home. Now you're in sh- the Chicagoland area. Yep. 
are kids going back to school or the schools open? Oh man, it's, it's been, uh, it's been quite a doozy. So, yeah. so interestingly, our, uh, our two older kids, we homeschooled them last year. Um, and it was a great experience for us. We loved it. Um, did a lot for our family time and dynamics and some of that stuff. Um, so, so the transition that a lot of families were forced into back in March when things just kind of shifted in an emergency sense, um, you know, it was a tough transition for a lot of people. For us, we kind of walked through that transition of being home back last fall um, in, in that adjustment. For us in our community, uh, we had plans for our youngest this year to go into public school uh, for kindergarten. That was the plan. But as with school districts all over, what started as going to be in person and then it became we're going to do a hybrid model. And then literally a week, a week and a half ago, our school board met and at least due to Illinois guidelines, they were, they were realizing it's really hard to figure out how to do even a, any, any form of hybrid or in-person. So they shifted to remote. And so it's just going to have been all okay. over the place. Um, and, and we're seeing that. And I think the hardest part for, for boards, administrators, for teachers, for parents, it's the, the shifting sand nature of, all right, we finally get our arms around this. Oh, now it's going to change to that. And then this, and yep. it's a tough deal. It, it, it's a tough, so um so our plan in our community for the first nine weeks of school is going to be remote and then hopefully hybrid, at least for some levels. But, but as you guys were talking there at the beginning, you know, COVID weeks feel like dog weeks. They just last forever and everything happens quickly. You don't even know, you don't even know what's happening anymore. So it's yep. so hard telling what nine weeks from now is going to look like. It really is. How are you helping your girls? And let's talk about your kids and then maybe we can shift a little bit and how, how do we help the kids in our ministries mm -hmm, and families mm -hmm. in our church and so on? But how are you helping your girls kind of adapt to this? Yeah, it's uh, um, normal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, try, try to make the best of it. You know, I, I think there are a lot of kids that are really anxious in this season yep. and really worked up. And I think a lot of that comes because there's a lot of adults who are really anxious and worked mm -hmm. up in this season. Um, yep. You know, we've just, we've just tried to hold faith and hope and, realize this is a scary time with a lot of unknowns, no question about it, but say, we're going to get through it. We're, we're going to, we're going to work our way through this together. Um, and so try to try to maintain some degree of normal, try to make the best of it. We try to have fun uh, with the girls early on in this whole thing. You know, we did an activity where we put a big old butcher paper on our dining room table. And every night we sat down for dinner and we said, Hey, what's something we have to be thankful for right now? Cause it's really easy in this season to get worked up on the scary. Yep. So, all right. What do we have to be thankful for? And to see, Ryan, to, to see the stuff we, we, we rolled it up a couple of months ago, but to look at how full that was of so much we had to be grateful for. If it's just extra time as a family or some of our kids, best friends live a block away and, and they had some play dates together, socially distance. And it's great. It's been outside. Like I had a two by four in the garage that's six feet long. I put it out there and said, our kids on this side, your kids on that side. And, Yep. And now we're a little bit more relaxed than we were then, but just try to try to have fun, try to shift to the positive, try to try to maintain some degree of normal um, in the midst of that. And and again, right, I think this is hopefully the, the first and last pandemic in our lifetime or our kids lifetime, but it's certainly not going to be the last crisis that our kids face. Um, something significant is going to happen in their lifetime again. And so how do we help them navigate this and keep their faith and keep their wits about them? Yep, yep. I like that, that um, you said that you doing stuff with your neighbors and stuff. I think this is a, this is a challenge for us as parents because, um, and it ought to be a word of encouragement as we don't have, let's lean in on the community. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have to figure this all out ourselves. And I know that's kind of changed with 
some churches are meeting, some aren't meeting, some are, but we can't, not going back for one reason or another. Um, how are, Kevin, remind me what your wife's name is. Robin. Robin. How are you and Robin, how do you feel like you're doing as far as connecting with other parents, staying connected with your church, with your yeah. small group, with other leaders? What's that look like for you guys right now? Yeah, it's tricky, right? I mean, it, it, yes. it's the, the season, you know, call it March through May, June, where, where we all just felt done lockdown. Yep. You know, we, we did some Zoom Friday night game night with friends over Zoom. That worked like twice. <laughs> it's like, this isn't the same. This isn't working. No. Um, and then again, fortunately, where we're at, the weather's decent. We were able to get outside and we would do some things outside or open. We've got a two-car garage. Open the garage up and you feel like you've got some airflow and space there. And yep. Um, yep. so we just try to try to maintain some degree of connection and opportunity. Um, now, our church shifted to remote they're planning on going back to live services in mm -hmm. september um but we've kind of made the commitment as a family right now we're going to hold off for a little bit um mm -hmm. and we're anxious very anxious to get back in person with others um but at the same time there's been some really sweet moments of family worship that we've been able to enjoy and sabbath we've been able to enjoy and in engagement with other friends and family through a remote season so even in that trying to find that line of um how do we engage with others and get outside and have a game night or do a do a back deck barbecue or whatever um and at the same time long for something greater uh, as we walk through this time together yeah i think so all right kevin let's wrap up that's good wrap up i've got one final question for you good thing man ready for this maybe put you on the spot so kevin white works with the ministry of awana um these are kids pastors that are watching, kids pastors that are listening today. Um, tell us three things that the children's ministry community might not know about Awana. Mm. Things mm. you might not know about Awana. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe if you're like me, I've had we've had Awana at our church for 30 years. Um, maybe you grew up in Awana. We've we probably all have these conceptions of, of Awana. Tell us three things that we might not know about Awana, putting you on the spot. All right, no, that's good. I'd say the first, and this is one that's certainly grown for us as a ministry in the last couple of decades, but Awana is an international ministry. Um, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, Awana serves in 120 countries around the world. Uh, any given week, there's about 5 million, in non-pandemic season, there's about 5 million kids that are engaged in Awana uh, someplace around the world any given awesome. week. And so the the kids that the experience that your kids are having at your local church in Indiana, there's kids having in India uh, and in 120 countries all around the world. So I'd say that's one that's, that's pretty fascinating um, and, and, a, and a great, great connection point. Uh, number two is we actually earlier this year, our team wrote and released a new book called Resilient. Um, and the subtitle of that, the, the prospect of that is, is raising our kids to have a fearless future. Uh, what's the fearless future of the church and so much of the positioning of that book that Valerie our CEO and Matt our president CEO and a couple of others um, it contributed to was this idea of not what are we doing in our children's ministry day and how is it impacting the church of 2050 mm -hmm. so right like Ryan in 2050 kids our age are our age then and and, and going to be leading the church at that 
point in time. And so how are we preparing them for that? I think this in this pandemic, I think every company has had an ad campaign about that has the word resilience in it and all that, because we've been resilient in the season. Yeah, right. Our book was out first, but it but, was, but, it was. But, <laughs> but but that was kind of my to my earlier point, right? Is to say yeah. our hope and our drive and our desire at Awana is not that we just have a great program, not that we have a great experience, not that our kids have fun in their game experience or their handbooks or whatever, but that we're really discipling and investing in these kids so that they can be firm. Uh, and resilient disciples, uh, resilient in their faith, not just in their circumstance and situation. So um, our, our hope and our drive and our desire is not just for programmatic work that Awana is so well known for, but that we're really driving a, a bigger faith conversation. And then lastly, I'd say that number three related to that is earlier this year, we released a new weekend curriculum. Uh, Ryan, you've talked about this. Uh, Quite a bit. appreciate yep. sharing the word, but Awana is not known for doing anything digital and it's not known for doing anything for weekend space. We are known as the physical product midweek discipleship thing. And uh, we've been working really hard for the last couple of years to drive towards a, a weekend ministry experience that's digitally delivered um, yep. to put in the hands of, of ministry leaders like the folks that you get a chance to talk to all the time. Because um, it all comes down to discipleship. It's a gospel and discipleship. And we know... Um, you know, from a midweek perspective, that's a great place where discipleship can happen. Um, but especially in pandemic conditions, or as we all re-regulate to a new normal in the future, is midweek happening or not? What's this going to look like? Well, weekend is, and uh, we want to bring the great legacy and heritage and history of 70 years of awesome ministry to a space that's going to help leaders in what they're facing right now. I love it. Man, those are boom. And I yeah. did not give you a heads up that I was going to ask that question. I appreciate it. I'm going to put you on the spot sometime. You do, do. Just give me a heads up. Yeah. Um, all right. I said that was my final question, but one more yeah. thing. So we've got a lot of kids, pastors, and ministry leaders that are watching or listening to this today. Um, and I'm sure a lot of them use the ministry of one in their church. What would you say to someone out there that's like, man, we're bummed right now because of this pandemic. You know, we're not doing Wednesday nights. We're not doing Awana. We're bummed. What would you get? Just a word of encouragement to yeah. an Awana leader out there or kids pastor. Like, man, our parents are dying for Awana, but yeah. Guys, encourage those folks. Don't give up. Don't give up. Right. It's it, discipleship. Yeah. It has to look different. I think our opportunity as ministry leaders is like, we love those kids. Uh, many of us are crushed and sad because our ministries were plucked away from us back in March when things ground to a halt. But look at the creativity that happened there. We were doing churches were doing drive by ministry nights and gathering in parking lots and stuff like that. We can do ministry and discipleship. We have to, um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, none of us, as we talk about schools, none of us are having conversations saying, let's just take a year off of school. Uh -huh. crazy. We wouldn't do that. Let's not do the same thing in the church. Let's figure out how to disciple. We can do it. We can lean in get on Zoom calls, get on phone calls, send postcards. Um, our, our kids are pen pals with friends. I've burned through more stamps, Ryan, in the last two months than I think in the last two years. Get creative about it. Let's invest in the lives of these kids um, and, and praise God for the church and children's ministry leaders that are there because these kids need you guys. These kids need you to lean you in. You have churches. I'm curious. Are there churches that are doing Awana virtually? Right oh, yeah. Now? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. We, we've, we've done some online events where we've tried to gather and say, there's a lot of different ways you can do this. Um, uh -huh. The churches are gathering smaller groups, kind of socially distant or Zoom calls and virtual, um, yeah. kind of figuring it out because um, yeah. the kids need it. The kids need that place to be and connect. They do. They do. Um, friends, it's Kevin White. <laughs> Kevin, you're a good man. You're a good friend. The last time we were face to face, we had breakfast at a really good place up there. 
I was just looking back, Ryan. It was it was two years ago. No, it uh, wasn't. Yeah, you owe me another breakfast, brother. Has it been two years? You really yeah. think it's been two years? Yeah, we, we were texting the other day. I scrolled back up and I was like, man, we it's two years. Time flies. Where was that place that we went up there? Uh, Savory in Bartlett, Illinois. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my word. All right, when are we going to do, do it again? Let's, let's do it. Come on up. Tomorrow? Sit outside. Put a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, thanks for everything you're doing. Um, Likewise. Friends, be sure to check out awana.org. Stay connected with uh, the Ministry of Awana. And also, I have talked a lot recently about the Bright Curriculum. And the website for that is Bright, B-R-I-T-E, Curriculum? Curriculum, yep. Dot com. Com. All right, Bright Curriculum, B-R-I-T-E, brightcurriculum.com. Kevin, thanks for joining me. You're a good man. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate you guys. All right, love you. Thank you. Friends, it's Kevin White. Um, we sure love our friends over at Awana. I hope that you've been encouraged today as you think about your kids at home, the kids in your ministry at home, or their, your kids in your ministry at their homes. Um, we sure are thankful for everything that Awana is doing to make a difference for the kingdom. Awana.org, right, B-R-I-T-E curriculum.com. Tomorrow on the coffee chat. We're going to be talking to Brittany Nelson, Brittany Nelson from Deeper Kidmen. Brittany is so creative, and I can't wait for and bring such energy to a room in a Zoom call. We always have Brittany at uh, Megacon. Brittany contributes resources to kidsmatter.com. Uh, on Monday next week, we're going to have a conversation about Kidmen worship. Jeff McCullough is going to be on the coffee chat with me. Yancey's going to be on the coffee chat with me. David Ray from Doorpost Song is going to be on the coffee chat with me. Uh, next week, we're going to have Heidi Hensley. Heidi is the children's pastor at a Shadow Mountain Church out in San Diego land with Pastor David Jeremiah. We've got a great lineup continued. So thank you for showing up. Thanks for listening to the podcast, catching this on Facebook or YouTube, wherever you catch the Daily Coffee Chat. Friends, keep making a difference. God bless. We will talk to you tomorrow at the same time on the Coffee Chat, but let's keep the conversation rolling today on Instagram and Kids Matters, I Love Kidmen Facebook community. Um, if you need anything, reach out to me. Let me know. Talk to you tomorrow. See ya. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.